Hello, my lovelies. You are now listening to The Vow, Voice of Women. The intention of this podcast is to empower women through sharing of real life stories. We have a fab lineup of inspiring, kick-ass, real, dedicated women. We're going to get down and dirty. What has made these women successful? What makes them tick? How do they handle conflict? And what might they eat in a day? So here we go. follow her on Instagram and her soul is even more beautiful than her exterior shell. I've known Monzi for many years, not well, but known her through friends and through the industry. And why I asked Monzi to be on here today was Monzi has a really incredible story she's going to share with you. She is a very successful businesswoman in the mortgage industry. She has been for many years and she has been a true single parent, a single mom. And I often get asked, do you, well, you have, you have help, you have a nanny, you have a cleaner, you have a husband. And I say, yes, I do. And that has really allowed me uh, to have the success I have. I say, but I also know women in my life that haven't had maybe all of the sport, uh, support, especially from a husband, but they have been so successful. And so Monzi's story is incredible because she's created a level of success for herself well-being a parent and I believe that it's a story that should be heard so welcome Monzi. Thank you thank you so much for having me. Well thank you for being here. So who is Monzi and where did she grow up and and what was living in her household like? Well <laughs> uh, who I am that's an ever-evolving answer for sure but um, I'm originally from Mexico City. Uh, my mom immigrated to Toronto when I was eight months old uh, my older brother is three, uh, was three at the time, and uh, my parents split up, and, and so my mom decided it would be a good idea to come to Canada uh, for a better life. And uh, so she was a single mom, two kids in tow, and moved to Toronto. And at the time, I mean, labor laws must have been different because she had us two kids in the backseat of her car delivering car parts, and that's that was her childcare while she worked. And... Um, and yeah, she, she made it through and, and uh, fast forward a couple of years, we moved to BC. So I grew up in Chilliwack, BC and uh, went to college in Kelowna, moved out to Calgary about 10 years ago. But um, my household was a little bit unique. Uh, my mom, of course, being a first generation immigrant, um, there was a big language barrier, uh, not a strong educational background. And so her husband um, was a truck driver. And so naturally he brought her along and she became a truck driver as well. Wow. Um, yes, I know. And it's comical because if you saw my mom, she's this five foot nothing, petite, sweet as pie lady, like the opposite of a truck driver. And there she goes, you know, dri driving this big semi truck. Um, and they did long haul truck driving. So 
they were gone for two to three weeks at a time and then back for a couple of days and then gone for two, th- two to three weeks at a time. So we grew up, um, there's four of us siblings and we grew up very, you know, independently from a very young age. And so um, it taught me a lot about, you know, who, it's made me who the, per- the person I am today. And, and um, they say adversity builds character and it built mine for sure. Wow, yeah, because so how old were you and your siblings when they were gone for two or three weeks and were you kind of taking care of each other then? Yeah, so they started when I was probably about seven or eight. Um, And at that time, of course, my brother would have been 11 or 12. So um, we had nannies that stayed home with us, um, you know, but my younger siblings um, were quite young. and, And so, you know, by the time my brother could drive, we were on our own. Um, and so, you know, I remember, and so I, I became a big mother figure for my other two siblings. And, and I remember, I'll never forget, you know, getting a mother's day card one day when I was 14 years old from my younger siblings. Um, yeah, it was a great moment and, and I've never forgot that for sure. It taught me a lot about who, who I am today for sure. Oh my goodness. And so are you still close with your siblings today then? Absolutely. We're a very close family. And your mom, where does she live? And your dad? Oh, so great. So my mom just moved to Calgary, which is huge for me. Uh, For the last 10 years I've been living in Calgary, I've been on my own. And she just moved here about six months ago. So this is massive life life changing. Yes, huge. That's incredible. And you guys are obviously very close. So to have her in your court on a daily or weekly basis. And is she retired from truck driving? No. She's (laughs) Your mama is still driving truck. She's still driving truck. Oh, I want to meet your mama. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, And so she is in town, but of course she is still driving long haul. So she's gone a lot. But when she's here, she's a huge support for me. Um, so that's really nice. And, and um, my dad has since passed away a few years ago, but um, my mom is remarried and, and um, her husband's a great, you know, grandpa to my kids and everything. Aww, yeah. I love that. So how old is your mom? 56. Oh, so she's still very young. Yeah. She had you young, yeah. I guess. Yes. You she know, was 22 in, when she moved to yeah. Canada wow. with both of us kids. Wow. Crazy. Oh, that's eh? so great. Well, I mean, I'm 39 and my parents are mid 70s. And so I do have another girlfriend where her mom's like, yeah, like 20 years younger than her. It's so, it's so great though. Like right. she can be so active with your kids. Yeah. And... She's a great grandma. Oh, that's so sweet. What's her first name? Gabby. Gabby. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so Monty, give me, um, share with me your definition of what a single mom is because I, I often get in this conversation from women who say, well, she's not really a single mom because she has a husband that takes her kids one week off and one week on. And, you know, when I think of that as, I mean, I have a husband, but I think of that and I'm like, well, she is still a single mom for that week that she has her kids. But I tell us about your definition of a single mom and then what your life looks like. Yeah. Well, um, so I have two children, as you know, Tanya. Um, Stella is five. She's going to be six on Valentine's Day, which is coming up. Um, And Selena just turned four in November. And they are my absolute pride and joy. And um, it's been the three of us since since they were both born. Um, Their father and I had an on and off relationship, you know, and we... um, 
you know, I had a very strong desire to have the perfect life as a child. Like I was like, I'm going to have the 2.5 kids, gorgeous husband, um, white picket fence, all of it. And, and, you know, life didn't really work out that way for me. So, um, my my life, I mean, I consider myself a single mom. I have my kids 100% of the time. Um, their father is not in the picture. He doesn't live in, in the city and visits upon occasion. Um, but I think my definition of a single mom would have to be that, you know, you do whatever it takes. You do whatever it takes. Um, I have you know, I always think to myself, my kids didn't sign up for the one parent show. That wasn't a decision that they made. They didn't go, oh yeah, I'll take the the one that has no help, no support, um, <laughs> self-employed. Yeah, give me that one, the one with oh the hardest gosh, life amazing. possible, right? Um, and, and I think about that. And so it, naturally it makes me want to be 200%, not just 100%, because they don't have anybody else to lean on. They only look for, for mom. And at the same time, because I'm solely financially responsible for them, I have to work twice as hard because I have to provide um, a roof over their heads and food in their stomach and milk and, and swimming lessons and childcare. Oh my gosh, childcare in Calgary is crazy. It's insane. Um, so, so not only are you being pulled in these different directions but you're actually being pulled in completely opposing directions mm -hmm. because the more time I spend with my kids the more time I take away from work that I need to do and the more time I work the more time I take away from my kids so it's this power struggle and it's really really difficult to balance that um, and you know I had taken three months maternity leave but my savings had dried up at the time and and um I remember the feeling of, you know, I need to go to work. And so I, I went back to, of course, my, my day job, uh, mortgages, but um, but the money wasn't coming in as quickly as it was going out. I mean, I needed formula and diapers and baby wipes and strollers and, and all of that. And um, at that time, I had a live-in nanny and, and she was a blessing in my life because um, I decided that I had to get a second job. And so, and, and I'll tell you, nothing checks your ego oh quite as hard as, as that. Um, you know, I was a young professional and I had this, you know, I was portraying that, hey, I was doing it, right? Like I, this was, I was doing it all. And, um, but I had to get an evening job. So I would put my kids to bed at seven o'clock and I went to a waitressing job from 9 p.m. and I'd get home at 3 a.m. and be up the next day at seven in the morning if I was lucky. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, with the girls. So. That, yeah, you're right. Like, you have to check your ego at the door. Yeah. There, and yeah. because, I mean, you went from running your own company to being your own boss to being in a in a in an industry that was so different and yes. maybe look maybe even looked upon as oh like a downgrade oh my gosh and you know yes absolutely there's there's no room for pride yes. or ego when you're a single mom and i was just like oh my gosh i hope nobody sees me here um but it was something that i had to do yeah. i had to do it and and that's what you know my definition of a single mom is again just doing whatever it takes whatever it takes to make sure that you do what you need to do for your kids. Yeah, and you did. 
and your girls are so sweet and so beautiful. I, I laughed at that post. You got They got a new bed. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed and I watched this video and they walk oh in the gosh. room. And was it Selena? Or, Stella. Yeah, Stella. And she walks in and I, I mean, how, she, I don't remember how she said it. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and in the video, like, it's just such a natural reaction. I'm just like, what did you say? I know, I heard you in the background. Oh, my gosh. Well... My yeah. one daughter, Ophelia, was probably two, and uh, she must have heard chatter I say it. And so for, in the vehicle for like a week, she's like, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> and then my very conservative parents came over, and she dropped a teapot, like a kid's teapot. And in contact, she says, ah, oh, shit. And she's two, and my mom and dad <laughs> look at me, and they're like, I'm like, and they laugh too, because I mean, it's so funny. But yeah, kids are like little, little, little sponges. sponges yeah, right? totally. They, just, they take up everything. And so, okay, so fast forward. Okay, actually, I have a question for you. If you could reflect on your relationship and having your kids, what was a really low point for you? Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, there's certainly been a few, you know. Being a single mom by design is difficult. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just hard, and there's been a lot of hard times, and I'm – I'm so fortunate to have the support that I do have. Um, my family and friends have been amazing. Um, but I think one of the toughest times would definitely be, you know, when I, we got pregnant with Stella, my oldest, very quickly um, after her, her dad and I had met. And we we tried. We tried, um, but ultimately it didn't work. And, and so we split up when Stella was about six months old and, and, I began to live the life of a single mom. Um, he wasn't around, and so off I went and was trying my best. And and then we'd come back together and we'd try, and you know how that goes. Yes. I mean, we all know that story. And so you wanted your happily ever after, of and course. you were really working for it. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Um, needless to say, baby number two came along, mm-hmm. and at that point. Um, we were off. We were not together, and we were off for the last time. That was really it. And so... You must have been so scared. That was by far one of the hardest times of my life Um, because here I was, a single mom to one child. And at the time, she was one year... She was one year old. One year old. And and then here I was pregnant with a second. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't fathom having two on my own. It was absolutely impossible and um i called it yeah (laughs) i called my girlfriend and and i you know she came over and we laid on my bed and i just cried and cried and cried because i just couldn't imagine and um ultimately of course i decided i was just going to put my big girl pants on and power through it just power through it wow and for our listeners listening like that is I just, that's my, where my admiration comes for you, Monzi, because I, I can only imagine how scared you were. There are a lot of other options for women these days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on unplanned pregnancies, mm-hmm. and you put your big girl pants on, yeah. and you chose pro-life, which is amazing. You didn't choose adoption, and now look at you, <laughs> and you can't, I mean, imagine your life without these two little girls. Exactly, exactly, and that was, that was a choice I made for myself, and, and, you know, everybody has their own choice, of yes. course, but, um, you know, I think one of the biggest things was that 
at that time there were so many emotions but one of the biggest ones was just like I felt such shame you know and what was I going to tell everyone mm -hmm. and you know this is one of those things we all do things in private but but nobody knows and no and it's fine but this was something that I had you know was my own personal life that was now going to be very public and I had thoughts about I'm just gonna run away for the next two years and I'll just show up <laughs> with two kids and you know nobody has to know what you know what's happened and it was so you know and having to explain to everybody because of course every oh, everyone has questions curious. yeah well, and I think just by nature your friends and acquaintances they're just curious yeah. how all of it I'm not gonna lie I was curious yeah of course like, I'm like, everyone I, yeah. I was just you know I'd watch you and obviously you need a father to have kids yes <laughs> in some capacity yeah so I was like so interesting like I wonder there's a story there yeah absolutely and and it was a really tough time and I just thought you know what screw it Screw it. Screw it. I'm going to do this and everyone can wonder and everyone can ask their questions and this is what's happening. It is what it is. It is Let's go. It is. Uh, <laughs> that's so amazing. So, okay. So fast forward, um, you have a six and a four year old. Yes. And give me the day in the life of Monzi today or yesterday or tomorrow. Like, what does that look like? How yeah. are you managing things? Your business is obviously doing very well. Yeah. And so kind of walk us through that today. Absolutely. So, um, I think being part, uh, part of being a single mom for me has been a <laughs> teaching my kids at a very young age to do things for themselves because I can't do everything. And so my six and four year old make their bed every single day on their own. Their rooms are clean, et cetera, et cetera. So they have responsibilities that they know that they have to do every single morning. Um, so we wake up six o'clock, six thirty. They make their beds. They get themselves changed. They make themselves wa uh, toast, you know, waffles or whatever. Uh, my six-year-old works the toaster on her own, and That's she great. makes breakfast for herself and her sister. And um, yeah, and so we're out the door by seven, seven thirty. I drop them off at um, their daycare or school, whatever um, it is, actually. And this is another part. I mean. It's very difficult to be a single mom and run a business. So I think one of the biggest skills that I've learned over the years is how can I make my life easier? You know, everything that I do in my life is a matter of how can this be easier? And so I choose to take my girls to a school where at that school they have a busing system and that bus takes Stella to her kindergarten school and then drives her back to the daycare so I drop off and pick up in the same location for That's both amazing. of my kids yeah and they provide breakfast lunch and, and you know a light supper wow. so I don't have to necessarily pack lunches I don't have to so it's always about what is the easiest because my life is hard by design I'm running a busy business and I have two young kids in tow that's hard um, so uh, so this is a really great way. So I drop them off and, uh, and then I go off to work and I work my you know full day and, and I pick them up and, and between four to, to seven, it's you know reading, homework, just like any other yeah. mom and, and yeah. you just make do. But I think one of the biggest differences is that um, I require my kids to be in charge of themselves and be independent as much as possible. I mean, oh my gosh, I remember the first time I taught Stella had to open the car door, get in the car herself, and buckle her own seatbelt. I it's thought like I died and went to heaven. It's like changing. Ophelia it's, does that. It's and insane. It's, like, it's amazing. Yeah. And when she's really lazy in the morning, 
and I, I'll open her door for her, and she's, like, kissing her turtle goodbye in her blankie, and she, it's, sometimes she looks at me, like, with the expectation, like, I'm taking her seatbelt off, and I'm like, uh-uh, honey, you're taking your own seatbelt yeah, off, you're yeah. getting it on, and single mom or not, we have to empower our kids. Yes. It's easy for us sometimes to help them, but they can help themselves. Totally. It's amazing what your children are actually capable of doing if you teach them and let them. I think one of the biggest thing, um, things about us as parents is that we can help our children with is to instill confidence in them. And Amen. they become confident by learning how to do things on their own. And then they get their own sense of pride. And I did that, mommy. Yes. And, and it's, it's beautiful. Um, on the business side as well, I wanted to say, I mean, I learned very early on that I wanted to be the best businesswoman that I could be. And part of doing that is knowing that I can't do everything. And so I have an amazing business partner, Mitch, and he helps me immensely. He's absolutely intangible to our business. And we each bring strengths to our business, um, which allow us to be better. Um, he allows me to be a better businesswoman because he picks up what I can't do. Mm-hmm. He allows me to be a better mom because you know, for whatever known reason, they have kindergarten assemblies at 1 p.m. in the <laughs> afternoon and you have to go to that, you know? And and so I'm, I'm able to have flexibility because of the career that I have and, and because of him. Oh, that's great. And it's M&M Mortgages at Mortgage Connection. Yeah. So Mitch and Monsi, I love that <laughs> M&M. That's so great. Absolutely. And so you've been in this for, is it 10 years now? Yeah, 10, 10 years. So you've had your 10-year anniversary and it looks like you love what you do. I absolutely love what I do. It's I'm so blessed to have a career that I absolutely love and it utilizes my strengths every day. And that's something that's very important to me. And I hear you're really good at it. I am pretty good <laughs> at it, that's for sure. <laughs> and I just think what a what a um, model for your girls. I, I mean, they're so young now, but there's gonna come a point, Monzi, where they're gonna grow up and they're gonna be like, my mom did it like that's my mom yeah like when you become more cognizant of how hard it is to make money and the sacrifices that you make to have a family and uh the admiration for their mom is just gonna grow and grow and grow thank you yeah it's just it's a, a really amazing story so women have this idea of you can't have it all i've heard this so many times well you know it's not possible to have it all I'm of the mindset that you can have it all, but perhaps not at one time. Can you speak to kind of that comment and your thoughts on that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I think naturally as women, we always want, we want so much. We want a lot in our lives for sure. But um, I think when we think about what having it all means, that's so subjective, you know, Having it all for you might mean very differently than what it means for me. And when I, when I think about that question, I want to say I do have it all. I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and that's not to say that my life isn't hard because I deal with struggles every single day. I don't say, you know, I have it all and I kick my feet up and, you know, <laughs> um, that's not the life that I live. But I have two beautiful kids that smile and laugh every single day. And I have a career that I love and that I am good at. 
I have a man that I, I share a very special bond with and family and friends that love and support me, a roof over my head and some savings in my bank account. What else could I possibly want? Mm, I you know, yeah, it's, so you feel fulfilled. I'm totally fulfilled, you know, and I would want, if I were to go tomorrow, I would want everyone in my life to know that, that I am totally presently in the place that I should be in. It's perfect right oh, now. I yeah. love that. That's a, an amazing place to be in. Yeah. Um, just let's just circle back to that little man of yours because I actually was going to be like, so what has dating been like in yeah, your life? Right? So share with us, you must have one or two really great stories, oh but share with us what dating has been like and, and tell us about the man you have today. Holy. <laughs> well, dating as a single mom, I mean, how much time do you have? <laughs> Take time. <laughs> Um, it's, it's been, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been fun. And I mean, there's been some good stories for sure, but you know, I don't, I don't have, I didn't have a lot of time to date. So really? I leave that shocking. <laughs> so the odd time that I did date, um, you know, it better have been good. I mean, I'm not shaving my legs for nothing. <laughs> Amen, sister. Um, so, so I mean, yeah, it, it it's been it's been fun, but the man that I have in my life right now, I mean, we have a beautiful story, and he's a very very special person to me because um, we actually dated right before I had kids. So he knew really? me pre kids. He knew me eight years ago, and um, my life obviously took a different direction. And and we've kind of circled back. And the last three years, um, we were really really great friends. And then we decided to take it a step further. So it was nice because. Um, we didn't have the whole, oh, let me introduce you to my kids because he was actually just a, he was a friend. He was yeah. just, yeah, a friend. And so um, I think one of the most beautiful things is that I've watched my kids fall in love with him mm. and him fall in love Aww. with my kids. And that is that is beyond words. And, and so I'm very blessed. He's a very great friend, partner. He's wonderful so like okay so back up so yeah. you just like <laughs> okay. you're friends for three years you like see each other occasionally he sees your kids you're like yeah give him a hug you're a great guy and then like boom one day it's like hearts in your eyes wait a second I think I like you <laughs> again <laughs> no I mean obviously like there's I mean eight years ago um it was a whirlwind romance we were just madly in love okay and you know and then you're young and yeah. it doesn't go that way and whatever. Um, and then two, three years ago, he emailed me out of five years, no contact whatsoever and said, hey, moms, how's it going? <laughs> and I said, oh, <laughs> I remember you. Yeah. And so uh, we hung out and, and we were friends. And the great thing is, is that his parents and I are actually great friends and we've always been great okay. friends. So we've always kind of had a little bit of a tie. And now his parents are actually, you know, second grandparents to my kids They'll have sleepovers at his, at his mom Aww. with his mom and and stuff. So it's um, it's quite amazing. But we didn't want to rush into anything. We just you know played it cool for a number of years. Wanted to gain that friendship back, and and so we became really great you know best friends before we decided you know what this let's, is this let's is just really date. good. Yeah, let me just kiss. You. I guess you know before he decided to come to his senses. Yes, I was like, that's really, right. dude. Yeah. Come I, on. I mean, hello. <laughs> Monzi Lopez. Do you know who I yeah. am? Do you know who I think I am? 
Kind of a big deal. Yeah, kind of a big deal. Actually, I have a little plate on my desk that says that. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. We need to remind ourselves. Yeah, totally. And so how old are you, Monsi? I'm 33. You're 33. Do you think there is opportunity for more children in your life? Have you cut that tie and you have these two beautiful women? Would there be room in Monsi's life for more kids? <laughs> Um, that's a great question. And you know what? I think, um, I have not said no. This is not something that I would say no to. Uh, my experience with having babies and kids has been difficult. So there's a fear there because I was doing it on my own. But I think, you know, if we decided to have kids and I was doing it with someone, I would be allowed to have a whole different experience which which sounds really beautiful to me because I didn't get the you know oh we have an ultrasound appointment today (laughs) like it was like everything I did on my own and so you know I I gave labor on my own I did everything on my own and um I think it would be really beautiful to to have that with your best friend your person So I, I wouldn't say no. Um, there's benefits to my life right now and it just yes. being the four of us or the three of us or whatever. Yes. Um, but um, yeah, so it's, I'm uh, keeping it open. We'll keeping see. keeping it open. Uh, <laughs> but it's actually, I've never thought of it that way. But it's true because I even think of, like I used to travel on my own quite a bit as a single person when I wasn't like with somebody and before I met Chad. And it, I really loved it, but then I met Chad and we've traveled all over the world together. And to be able to share those moments, like I mean, I remember being in Thailand and by myself in Phuket and sitting in this restaurant and looking at the sunset and thinking how beautiful it was. And it was really an, an amazing experience to, to see it and to be there by myself. But I, I felt this longing to think, oh, like what if my man was sitting beside me and we could share that together? Yes. Yes. And so all these wonderful pivotal moments in your life that, and maybe you've had like a friend or a parent or, but you haven't had that, you know, you haven't had your lover sitting beside you. You haven't had that man that, you know, you can share in that together. So that's a really, um, thank you for sharing that perspective with me. Cause I, I didn't think about that that way. It's a, it's, or you could even think of, we have friends now who have had kids in their fifties and they had kids in their twenties. And they yeah. talk about what, how different the it is. They were sure. so poor, they had no money, and and they were so young, and now they're having them in their early 50s right. as men. Yeah, and yeah. And what an amazing experience it is. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, I think of that often because the last six years of my life have been survival. You know, so when I look back, and, it, you know, life is what it is, but when I look back at my baby years, you know, with them, it wasn't, I didn't quite get the experience of, you know, oh, like they're babies and this is so cute and I'm so, you know, I'm at ease. It was like everything was rushy, rushy, rushy and, and hard. You know, we just, I had to go to work. We have to do this and you're okay. It, it was just stressful. So um, it would be nice to, to not have that. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's something important for people that, that do have two people, two partners, you know, when you have a child together to cherish those moments because not yes. everybody, you know gets that. Yeah, very true. Now, your life today, do you feel like it's gotten easier for you now that your kids aren't in diapers and napping and they're more independent? Do you oh. feel like a like a weight's been lifted off? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like insanely. I you know, I call the last 6 years I was in the trenches. You know, front line, it was the hardest 6 years of my life because 
diapers and formulas and all of that um, very difficult you know to go get a jug of milk you got to put two pairs of sh- pair of shoes on you pair of shoes on you jacket on you car seat on like you're doing everything baby bag everything it's like a half an hour to get out the oh, door just to get my gosh. milk at max or circle it's, k now it's crazy you know i will never forget the one time one of my one of my dearest girlfriends uh, she came over one day after the girls were sleeping and and i go shoot she goes what and i'm like I forgot to get milk for the morning. Oh my gosh. And it was like such like a big thing because the girls did, you know, they needed milk in the morning. And she go and she, you know, she left and everything and, and she texts me five minutes later. She's like, hey girl, there's milk on your doorstep. Oh my I cried. Gosh. I cried because I, I was cried too. Yeah, because it was just one of those super simple things that is like I didn't have a partner yeah. to say, hey, can you go run and grab us some milk? So for her to go and get me a jug of milk and put it on my doorstep was like it was the the ultimate gift the ultimate. it was like yeah someone just handed you a big fat <laughs> yeah. check that you didn't have to yeah. yeah pack up all your girls yeah so really you have really learned to savor the small things in life oh 100 and to be really thankful for those things yeah. yeah and life's so much easier now i mean they're six and four they're so you know i'm like go get your shoes and your jacket on yeah and they do it it's crazy <laughs> it is amazing i was saying so we're three and six yeah. and three outside of attitude is a whole new world we're out of diapers we're out of naps we didn't have to take a stroller to maui right like it's like oh yes 100%. it's like i can't and everyone did tell me that three was like a big cusp and i you can't imagine it when you're still at one and two yeah but it has been life-changing yeah it's really it, it they say it keeps getting better and i actually believe people that say that yes that's what i tell people that i have yes. young babies i'm like it gets so much easier yeah well and you coming from you that would mean a lot to people <laughs> so monzi um we're called the vow and so what have you vowed to yourself or what have you promised to yourself yeah That is a good question. Um, Well, I think that my vow to myself has to be about myself because as a mom, we're naturally nurturers. We take care of everybody else. And I personally find it extremely hard with everything that I have going on to take care of myself. You know, for a large chunk of the last few years, more days than not, you know, I didn't have anything to eat until 2 p.m., 3 p.m., and by that point, you're starving, and then you're just, you know, just the self-care aspect, you know, you have to take care of yourself. If the plane's going down, you put your own mask on first, and it's constantly reminding myself of that, and when I'm at the best person that I can be in my life, it's when I'm going to the gym, it's when I'm meal prepping, it's when I have taken care of myself. And so my promise to myself is to be conscious of that and to not forget myself, not lose myself and to take that 10 minutes and have a chat with a girlfriend and to, to be an individual at the same time as being a mom and running a business. Mm-hmm. That's very, very good advice. Well, and watching you on social media, um, damn girl, you look good. <laughs> I love you. your all your workouts that you're posting and your videos and I like I look at women and on social media who are working their butts off and that's that was one of the reasons I was really passionate about doing the vow because I feel like we're in this time and we're in this era where we're really women supporting women yeah. versus the you know the cattiness and Absolutely. you know oh who does she think she is where I look at women now 
And I look at them and I'm like, wow, like she looks amazing. Not only is she a great person inside, but, and she's working hard. And so I love those that you post. I, I really you. do. I think it's super motivational and hey, we're women. We all have our hangups. Sometimes, you know, our jeans don't fit right. Like the jeans I'm wearing right now, they feel a little tight. And I'm like, okay, I have to trim it back a bit. But yeah, yeah kudos to you because Thank I think you. that that's very good advice that self-care um, you know, whether it's getting your nails done or your gray roots that I'm getting done or getting to the gym, meal prepping, that's yes. a huge, yes. you know, so thank you because I think that that's a great vow to yourself. Uh, can you share with our audience, is there a charity that is near and dear to your heart that you would um, like to share to our listeners? Absolutely. Um, a charity that I love is uh, called High Bank Society. And Naturally, it's near and dear to my heart because it is in support of young single mothers and their children. And so the, the organization itself provides affordable housing, childcare, um, their community. So they do community suppers, they have psychologists. And so um, unfortunately, there's a lot of unplanned pregnancies. And a lot of times there is you know, not support either from a partner or not support from family. And these young women and children have very little options. And so this organization provides um, a lot of the needs that they will they will require. And my favorite thing about the organization is that they have a mandatory education requirement. So they um, provide childcare while the mother is going to school to better themselves because this isn't a quick fix. This is, you're on your own, so you better prepare yourself as best as possible for life. Um, otherwise it'll kick you in the ass that's for sure but that is amazing yeah. so they're they're teaching they're educating and then letting these young women go out in the world and giving them the best support and chance of being successful at being a single mom that's amazing absolutely absolutely and I'm currently in the process of becoming a mentor with them oh, so I'm super excited about that because um, being a single mom I know what it I know what it's like um, and I know what it's like to feel like nobody quite understands what you're going through um, and, and just to have, you know, somebody to, to lean on, a shoulder, an ear, whatever. You know, I have a lot of single mom friends and we band together. We help each other and we, you know, we're there for each other. And, and that's what we need to do as women. It takes a village. It does. Absolutely. Well, you will be an amazing mentor because you can you can actually speak to their pain and their struggle and their suffering yep. and it will be very real and very honest to them because yes. you've been in the trenches like you said yes absolutely so what a wonderful way to give back uh, for our listeners if they need any information or want to get involved or know somebody that could use this organization it's highbanksociety.ca take a look Monzi thank you so much for being here today thanks for having uh, me Tana. I loved been your awesome. story and your vulnerability <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your heart with us. Thank you. If there's anyone out there that needs um, or feels that they want an ear to talk to or a shoulder, um, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm, I'm here to chat with, with anyone. And you can you know, find me uh, at Mortgage Monzi on Instagram. Um, Tani knows how to reach out to me, whichever. But, but please feel free. I mean, I, like I said, I have a, a village of, of single young women and, and we all need to help each other. So I'm here to help. Yeah.
tuning into The Vow, Voice of Women. We truly hope that you've enjoyed today's speaker. We hope that they've inspired you, made you think outside the box, and given you some points that you can apply to your everyday lives. Please subscribe to our podcast, rate us. If there's any suggestions you can make or feedback, we would love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in.